Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. JR the Boss Man Show. We have a joint by the Seattle Seahawks defensive end. He's a 12 out of Texas Tech. It's Brandon J. the Boss Man Show. Brandon, what up, man? Uh, not much, man. Doing pretty well over this way. I hear that, man. So talk to us, man. Uh, how's your offseason season been so far, man? You've been working out real tough up there in Seattle, man. Uh, how have you the OTAs going to start up in a couple of weeks here and get out there kind of compete on the field and show the coach Carroll and the guys what you've been doing all, 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 all season long and getting ready to compete for that right roster spot there? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get back and get to work. Been working on working out, 
working out different places. Like, is it for people on, uh, you know, different teams or things like that, competing with them? And uh, just, you know what I mean, matching up my skills to their skills. And I'm just really glad to sit out here in front of the front of the players, in front of the coaches, and show them how, how I've grown my game since we last ended. Now, Brandon, with the, some of the changes that uh, have been made on defense, some of the veterans have moved on. Has that given you kind of a a sense of opportunity that you can establish yourself a little more and kind of entrench yourself in a spot long term on the roster for years to come? Well, you know what the thing about the veterans that we did lose were those guys were uh, uh, I mean they're clearly a face of the defense for a long time. You know with Sherman with Michael Bennett, but uh, the competition has always been there. And the thing about Seattle has always been a place of opportunity. That's how those guys kind of got on. You know, you think about Michael Bennett undrafted, going to camp in Seattle and then being lost and going over to Tampa Bay and coming back and Sherman being a receiver, return corner, coming over to Seattle with his top of Pete Carroll being crew and things like that. It's just been a place of opportunity from the jump. And uh, I always heard about, you know, it don't matter if you were drafted or not, they want to play the best players. And they kind of showed me that last year whenever they had signed me originally on the practice squad before moving me to active a week later. And uh, immediately throwing me in the game and getting about 30 snaps in a uh, division game where you know we were over at the time fighting for first place with uh, LA, and um, that just shows you know that the practice and it's all about competition. So I mean, with them those guys being moved on, uh, I mean there is a greater need for you know the younger guys to step up, and there's of course opportunities there, but that's just the culture around Seattle. It's, it's, it's been an opportunistic football team. You got that right, man. Let's talk about it being defensive meetings with, with Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, Frank Clark, and those guys, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, and Richard Sherman. So what was it like for you as a young guy coming in? It's just to be, I know you weren't that long, but to be around them guys for that short period of time, learn how they work, learn how they prepare for games, learn how they how they think about the opponent, the quarterback, the receivers, when everybody's on the field, it's responsibility. So how did it for you to get just soaked it up for those weeks that was, you was all together with, with those guys? And it was real good. It was good. I was, like I said, I wasn't there for uh, as long as I would have liked, but just being around those guys, I felt immediately why they're such a good group and why they were together for so long, why they won Super Bowls and competed for Super Bowls and went deep in the playoffs because the, uh, just the brotherhood with those guys on another level, you know, you didn't have to beg anyone to watch film. And if you had too much arguing going on in the film, you know, there was a lot of big lines making sure to get better. On other teams, you see teams who are – they me as a position group, and, you know, they'll have a close D-line group or a close DB group. This group here was close on all three levels, line by the defensive end, the defensive back. And I think that just goes for, you know, the, the guys you mentioned who have been around for so long and having won and lost together and fought together. So it, it was easy to communicate all three levels of just showing, you know, as a DB showing, hey, when this coverage is right here, I'm expecting the ball. I, I'm expecting you guys to cover a little longer because when they're showing this route, it's going to be deeper developing. We'll be able to lock up along the line if they're fast enough. On this one right here, we're saying, hey, DBs, we got to make this play because D-line is most likely not going to get it here. I know, you know, with Sherman, he would say, I know right now if they're coming out with this guy right here in this spot, this is going to be a quick route. D-line is going to help us. You know what I mean? Things like that, just working together on all three levels and without the coaches having to be breathing down your throats. So I, uh, I think I really learned how to become a, a professional with just a year being with us. Uh, yeah. Now, Brandon, one of the things that we get asked frequently from uh, listeners, and they ask our perspective on it, being on the field level, watching some of these big plays happen on field level, uh, they want to get our impression of it. So I'm going to ask you specifically with Russell Wilson. He does a lot of improvising, makes a lot of great plays out of nothing. Sitting there watching this 
happen on field level? What's it like watching him do it on the field? And, and do you have to deal with that sometimes in practice? And you like, you know, maybe he, he pulls some of that stuff on you in practice and it's, it's kind of, um, you know, give me, if you give us our, uh, an impression of that as well. Yeah. He pulls a lot of that stuff in practice where, you know, on, on, on defensive side, we'd be like, no sack, sack. He would have been sacked, things like that. And then he turns around the next Sunday and does the exact same thing. And it makes you wonder, like, I guess I would not have sacked him on that play and the way he just did that. And you're still in awe, even though, like I say, he just did the same exact thing in practice. You just, wow, you know, it's third and ten, and you're like, ah, you know, defense, buckle up. We're about to get out there. You know what I mean? we have to go get, get another stop. And then you see Russell run around, do three backflips, and then chunk it 60 yards, and then we got a touchdown. You're like, okay, I didn't expect that. It's just a wild fact that he got with him. <laughs> he's a live joystick, ain't he, Brandon? Nah, he's a magician back there. I hear that. We got Brendan Jackson, Seattle Seahawks defense lineman here on the Boss Man Show with Majara, R and John here. Now, Brendan, now, you played in Oakland in the black hole. They got the Raiders for two more years, potentially, out there in Oakland. You played in, at, at the Central Stadium there with, with the 12. So talk to me, the environment. How's the environment in Oakland? How's the environment in Seattle? You you played with some live crowds, man, you, but you're using the NFL, man. You, you lucked out right there. So how's the vibe for these fans yeah. on both of them, Oakland and in Seattle? Man, the, the fans on both levels are just crazy. They're great. In Oakland, man, they, they, they're, they're so proudful about their team. And the Bay and the, and the town, they call they call Oakland, the town, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain the black hole because when I got there, it was when we the whole thing was return to greatness, and we had that gear to kind of put Oakland back on the map. And, you know, the, the fans were crazy. It was everything that I ever heard of, the tennis faces and things like that. I mean, it was just, I mean, coming up from Pittsburgh, the closest thing I've ever seen was, you know, the steel curtain and what we had out there. But Oakland was, it was it was amazing. But they, they, they really don't have too much on the 12th, though. That it's I don't know if it's the way that the structure is built or our stadium or what, but it seems like we have uh, a less of a of, of a um, population, but it's just ten times louder. It's hard. It's harder to hear. Like I've been in Oakland, like I said, I've seen the fans go crazy, but on that field with the twelve, it's, it gives you chills when they're, when they're up and roaring. And this, and this offense, this defense is going. It's a home game, no matter who it is, inside out. There's times when you can't hear anything on offense or defense, so it's just you know, they're playing football, and that's when that that jail comes together, that brotherhood. So, I mean, I love, I love being in uh, Oakland. I love the fans out there, but the 12 just showed me a, a whole different side of football. Now, Brandon, were you on a team when they played the Falcons on, on Monday Night Football? Uh, yes. Okay. I was on the Falcon sideline. I was freezing my butt off, brother. Like, I was like, I couldn't wait to get in the locker room after that game. But it was like it was a heck of a game, man. I know it came down to a kick or whatever, but – I tell you what, man, I, my ears are ringing, but I had a good time though. I enjoyed myself, yeah. you know. I saw you guys playing Tennessee as well. Like it's the Titans, it was a hot day in Nashville that day. But I, I, I mean, see, the twelves even I all came on the road to Nashville, and I, they was giving us a hard time on the soccer sideline. But I had a good time dealing with it, man. So like, I, I feel you, man. Been around them fans, man, is crazy because here in, here in Atlanta. We don't have the best fans in the world. You probably already know that. So it's like they, it's like the same vibe. But like on the road, it's like the vibe is so crazy. I wish we had that here in Atlanta for, for the Falcons as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember that game. That, that was a cold game you came to. I was cold, too. If I wasn't playing, I don't know. That's the thing, though, about the 12. As cold as it is, they're right there. And they don't, they, they, 
down to the very wide, just screaming hard. It was utterly ridiculous. And it, it came down to the last, the last couple of drives. And I believe our fans, you know, almost affected that round a few times, but folks was able to pull it out. No, no, I mean, it's just, bro. Now, when it's cold like that, now I see, I see some warm skin and stuff. You know, the guys put on layers. So, how do you deal with the cold weather when you get it in a game? Is that certain? Is that something you that you put on extra layers? You go on the warm skin. What's your trick to trade to kind of deal with the cold weather? Because no Seattle can get some cold games in Seattle, and you can even come out easy yeah. and have a cold game as well. Yeah, well, you know, everyone deals with it. You always got the guys who want to show. You know what I mean? That it's mental and mind over matter and things like that. But I'm more of a guy who thinks in the long run, I don't want to be sick. You know, got nothing to do with the day of being cold. I can deal with it for a day, but I, I just hate being sick. So I wear sleeves. But then again, I wear sleeves all year round. I'm always in long sleeves, T-shirt under my uh, under my uniform. So it's nothing different. It's not a major difference for me. I just like the way it looks. So I, I'm a sleeve guy. My man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> Uh, I was just gonna say this, Jr. All the way through. If he if he was out there, he'd be he'd be like uh, wearing a parka underneath this. <laughs> <laughs> now you see some crazy things, man. You see you see some guys pull out. Pull, you know you got the guys that throwing the Vaseline, throwing a, a warm skin, a tight Under Armour, and then a, a long sleeve T-shirt over top of it. I thought, y'all, you gonna die if there's all that all that heat, and you get to running and sweating. I don't do that. Like I said, all year round with long sleeves, practice games. That's just kind of my style. So. When it when it comes to getting cold, I, I don't never have to tell anyone, you know, I don't got to look like a, like 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 a punk because I'm I'm sleeping up now. It's it's just part of my style, and I always try to sound from Pittsburgh anyway, so it ain't gonna be too cold for me. I like to think that growing up there for 18 years made made me a little bit more tough skinned than that. But you know, it's always fun to see people who usually are asleep, or don't wear sleeves, and have their arms all out, and then all of a sudden they got on t-shirts and stuff. I know last year I used to always pick with. Sheldon, but I mean, don't don't come on now, don't take my style now. Jumping on Twitter, all these long sleeves, people just confused on TV. <laughs> just jokes like jocking that. your style, man. I don't work Craig Mac. Hey, jocking your style, bro. It's jocking your style. Yeah. The, other, the other thing you guys got to deal with up there is sometimes you get that cold, wet rain, and that's sometimes even worse than like a dry, cold on the yeah. East Coast because it just gets you yeah, so exactly. wet and cold. So that's that's to me could be even worse. Um, but yeah, at any yeah, rate, I, I agree too. <laughs> yeah. So talking about a little bit more about on the field, defensive ends, uh, who, who do you enjoy watching current former, um, who, who have you, you know, looked to, to kind of see, uh, where you might be able to improve your game, maybe borrow a move here, try a technique there. Who are people that you enjoy watching play the game at that position? Oh, you know, I, I was lucky enough to play with two of the guys that I watched. Not growing up, but coming up in college, my, my coach told me that for me to make it the way I was built, I could put on weight, take off weight, but I was seeing some some NFL scouts in the tweener. He told me the way my path to success was to play like Michael Bennett. And as you know, I played with him last year. I took a lot of stuff from him. So I was watching him before he, he uh, got into the league. I watched him at A&M, watched him go through this whole process of getting snubbed and not being drafted, that, this, that, that. So that was one guy who I watched, and I continued to watch, and it was really good to – see the man behind the, uh, the the highlights films that I've been watching on YouTube for so many years and get to know him and get to hang out with him and pick his brain a little bit more. So I definitely steal a lot of my game from him. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to play with Khalil for a year. And Khalil Mack, we all know what he's about and what he's done. And uh, he's, he's a really unique talent, somebody to watch. Um, I look at, at uh, Javion, but he's just a freaking nation, so it's hard to emulate some of the things he does. 
it's just more reaction, you know, things like that. But uh, I think the one I watched the most last year, just based off of just, I don't know, he just had an amazing year, was just Calais Campbell. And there's not a lot of people built like that, man. That's a demonstration thing, but just the way he was able to play inside and outside and the moves he was able to do was real, real interesting to me. So I paid a lot of attention to him last year. And then that Jaguars defense was balling, too. So it was exciting to watch. It was easy to watch. What about uh, Dwight Freeney? Were, were you able to pick up anything uh, from him? As, Man, uh, I couldn't steal. I couldn't steal that move. <laughs> I, I tried so hard to steal that spin. And everyone knows where coming up as old as he was. People in practice knew it was coming. He still won't. I, the thing I, I, I tried to realize was if he spin it off his up foot or his back foot. So I, I, that's just a, I don't know if it's a combination of skill and his body size, the way he's built, low to the earth. I don't know, but I don't get it down. Pack. I hit. I hit a couple of them this year. They, they worked. My best one was against LA. It should have been a walk off sack, but I ended up slipping. I didn't have the. I didn't have my footing right, and I ended up just getting a quarterback hit instead of a walk off sack. That's just something I can't say. I, I completely stole. I'm definitely trying to. But I, I ain't messed with it yet. Yeah, that's, that one's got to be tough to pick up. So, got a couple more for you, Brandon. You're killing it, my man. So let's keep on rolling. We got. Uh, let's see here, Jr. What you want to talk about? Pat Mahomes. You want to talk a little about Pat Mahomes? You went to school with him, played ball with him. What do you think yeah, about yeah. Uh, him ending up being a starter in the NFL? Man, Pat, Pat's the real deal. He's a he's a real competitor, so I'm not surprised at all. I, I figured he'd come in there, learn what he could, and hit the field running. It's funny because when Pat came into college, you know he was drafted in baseball. Turned that down, came to Tech, and the first day, first day of practice. Football. We seen this man throw a five-yard out. And it was terrible. I was like, oh my gosh, how did how did anyone in MLB want you? And why are you our quarterback? Uh, but you know, he grew up to have that strong one great but I was like, I seen him with that thing to reach the sideline. But that's a competitor, a great player, and, you know, a great friend. I still talk to him and keep up with him. And we linked up and went to some Texas Tech basketball games this year. Um, I was a little bit surprised that they moved on from Alex so fast because of how good he is. But when the guy, when you, when you draft a guy that high, you I, I mean, in the business, you understand it's coming. It's going to be moved sooner than later. And I think Tyler have a good year and uh, put a lot of people and just be him. Like I said, he's a competitor. So I'm sure he'll get better week by week. And if I ever run into him, I'll make sure to remind him who, who, who taught him the rules when he came up at Tech. You got that right, and Brandon. I tell you what, man, Chris Beard and your you and your boys played real well down at Texas Tech this year. Better run in the tournament, man. I mean, they was number one for a while, man. So. Tech basketball's coming up too. The 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 is coming up in all sports I see, man, down there in Lubbock. Yeah. Man, the double T. We we we're we're out there, you know, there's striving for greatness, you know, fighting some better one way or another. Little color city, little city, but we get a lot of we the players who just love the sport. I think that's what you've seen on uh Texas Tech this year. You know, you had a couple of seniors, a lot of freshmen, but you can just see the love of the game, the truck they had in their coach, and they were they were brilliant, man. I want them to win one more. They got to the final four, I was gonna go. I'm gonna take my little my little chump change and give me a little court side seat and go to see the show. But I got to see him in love a couple of times. It was pretty good getting in front of that lovely crowd and seeing them show them on. Now I got one more for you, man. Now talk to us about your game day ritual, man. What do you do to get ready to play on Sundays? And what's your playlist? Is it some Future? Is it some Migos? Is it some Gucci Mane? Is it some Chris Brown? What you got in the, in the iPod and the, on the phone when you get ready to go out there and knock out these quarterbacks, man? Yeah, well, when I, when I get, so my playlist is it's crazy because you you come on, uh, I get I get ready, you know, I get dressed, and as I'm coming to breakfast and all the way on the bus, it's all slippery, all R&B. I listen to Lil' Jill Scott. Um, 
I love listening to the Fuji's. I listen to Ushie, um, <laughs> Charlie Wilson, all slow type music, kind of like the calm before the storm. I listen to that all the way through till I get to the stadium. When I get to the stadium, and when I, I turn it up a little bit, and that's when you start hearing your futures and your Migos. And I listen to Wife and Lucci, that's probably my favorite word. Um, yeah, that's when you get down. So it goes from slow to real fast pace. And by the time I hit the field, um, after I get out there and get a couple of warm-ups, and I might listen to music more. That's kind of where I listen to whatever the team got playing in the locker room and vibe with my teammates and things like that. Okay, so out of your friends on the team, I'm saying friends, right? I don't want you, you know, make any enemies out here, but you got friends on the team. Who do you <laughs> who do you make fun of for their 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 pregame ritual, or who has the goofiest playlist that that's out there? Man, I think it, it, it might have to be Arthur Smith. And the thing is, I haven't figured out what he's listening to over there. But I know it, it ain't nothing that he wants us to hear. Cause he, he, I don't know. The way he's dancing, I don't know if it's some Irish music or what it is. But it's really a subbeat, maybe some techno. I don't I ain't figured out what it is. I know every time we go try to look at this phone, he put it in his pocket and walk away. what he's listening to. I, I guess that you guys know. No doubt. Hey, Brandon, my man, we enjoy having you on the show, man. We're glad to get to talk to you, man. We're going to be watching you all year long, brother. Channel, turn you on, man. Anywhere you go, man. You all on the Bald Man Show, JR and John. We're going to talk to you on the road, man. Good luck at OTAs, man. Stay healthy. Talk to you on Training Camp Town as well, my brother. Thank you very much. All I right, folks. That. Brandon Jackson on the Boss Man Show. football season is fast approaching and if you're looking for an edge this season you need to contact the guys at draft day consultants the concept is a simple draft day consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts who then guide you through your draft whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft draft day consultants has you covered every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds even thousands of mock drafts thanks to this year-round research and analysis the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. 
only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.